I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I, I, I did a thing at my house and it backfired and now things smell bad. Okay. Please I, tell uh, me about it. Uh, so I, I was taking care of the, the chicken, uh, Persephone, the one remaining chicken. who's mm-hmm. still alive. She's not laying any eggs. Uh, because she's it's just hot. decided, fuck this. I guess I don't know. Last year was hot. She laid eggs. Then she needs company. She's, she's she like, needs I'm encouragement. Too, I'm too old for this shit. Competition. She's saying. Uh, well, maybe the other chickens were laying the eggs, and she wasn't. Oh, she was. She was uh, taking credit for it. Anyway, she hadn't been eating very much, and I and I, you know, I'd, I'd filled her thing up with grain, and then it just sat for a long time. Feed her and, eggs. Yeah, I should do that every time. Sometimes uh, when I'm eating stuff, I'll think, oh, I should save the. I should save the leavings from this for the chicken, uh-huh. but then it's, sometimes it's, it's chicken. chicken, and then I think, oh, no, no, I should not do that. That's, yeah. I think the Lord will figure out some way to punish me for doing that. Well, if you gave her gave her a taste for chicken, she's going to become vicious. And start just biting chunks of herself off. Mm-hmm. Mm. Auto, auto cannibalism. Is that such a thing? Do um, people do that? I don't know. There's probably somebody who, I don't know, like eat their own guys dick. on PCP who eat their own dick. In a hot dog bun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, the 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 chicken wasn't paying a lot of attention to her grain, and I was like, well, you know, she's not eating much in general. She seems kind of, you know, she's not laying eggs, so she doesn't need as much matter going into her. Uh, and but then I started noticing, like, no, she's pretty enthusiastic about eating bugs. So maybe she's just maybe that grain has just been sitting there for so long that it's gotten like stale, or there's something wrong with it, hmm. right? Because it's been sitting out for a long time. Sure. Thought, All right. So it's been sitting out for a long time. Nothing super fucking gross has happened with it. So uh, maybe what I'll do is I will just dump this out, uh, right. and then go get a fresh bag. <laughs> of chicken feed and start feeding her some fresh uh some fresh grain to see if that so i just i ended up with this giant pile not even giant pile six inches tall and a foot and a half uh in diameter that sounds giant pile of grain it's a lot of grain i mean it's more it's a bigger pile of grain than i've had in my yard more grapes grape nuts than one could eat it really did look like grape nuts yeah and i thought well okay so this is this is grain. This is plants. This is what the entirety of fucking outside is made of. And one thing about outside is that it doesn't constantly reek like rotting ass. So sure. I'm probably safe in doing this. Um, but it rained almost immediately after uh, I did this. And I thought, oh, cool. That's nature's toilet flush. Uh-huh. It'll it'll clean things. Because the rain just comes and it cleans stuff, sure. right? Um, so yeah, I, I'd just been noticing this fouler and fouler smell building up. And then I went and I looked today and I, and I think I tracked it down to the pile of uh, grain that I had left. So I, I, where did you leave the pile of grain? It was in the chicken run. Okay. So, uh, it had a layer on top that was just sort of like dirt. It, the water had like kind of, I don't know, it had just like got a crust on mm-hmm. it. And I, and I, like so I went out with a rake and I was like, all right, I'm just going to spread this out in the sun and let the cleansing fire of the sun do its work. Mm-hmm. Dry it, dry it out, maybe make it stop smelling real bad. Uh, so there, the, the, I, I, I got through the strata of this thing, sort of a brown dirt layer on the top. And then under that, a layer of, yeah, it was kind of oatmeal-y, I guess, like a like a like a clumpier sort of oatmeal where the sure. main part of the grain was, and then on the very bottom, just a carpet of wriggling white worms. Whoa! It was super gross. Really? Yeah. And I took the chicken over because sometimes you know nothing excites her more than a carpet of wriggling sure. things for her to eat. But she was just like, "Yeah, fuck that." Disgusted by yep. it, just ran away. Like I do not want any wow. of what's going on. And what in kind this. of worms do you think 
They were. Man. They weren't maggots. I don't right? know. They, they, they did not look like maggots. They were worms, mm-hmm. but they were about the size of maggots. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But maggots, I don't think of as being just like tube shaped. Yeah, I they're more like a little grub. They're a little yeah. grub, and they have like a colored head on them or something. These, these were just some sort of like miniature Lovecraftian horrors. Wow. That sprang from where did those things come from? Is that something that was I living in the grain? Because you don't find those under all the stuff you throw outside. <laughs> That's true. Um, what What do they do? Did Did they? Uh, burn in the they sun? burst into flames as soon as the sunlight hit them it was weird oh, okay yeah i also they're, had they're a, like vampires i also had a little plant mister filled with holy water that i had uh, oh, that i had picked up sure. from our lady of everlasting love wow that's disgusting can you get holy water like if i if i had a if you ordered some? a wampir problem and i went to uh and i went to the the newman center uh, down on campus mm-hmm. which is the catholic church right yeah that's a uh, uh, college the, catholic the, the, the temple the Ma- it's the center the master it's, horn it's what do they call the what master you, horn what do you call the it? cornucopia of catholicism okay. what do you call a catholic a cathedral a church a church is yeah. it just a church like a that's church. you go to mass unless at a church? it's a cathedral well okay or a basilica okay it really depends do they ever have anything in, in those are like architectural a, terms but it's a church sure okay so do, do they ever have anything in like a in a vatican do they ever call it a vatican only if it's in a vatican <laughs> and there's only one of those okay um, if I went down there and I said, uh, Father, uh, forgive me, Father. It's been it's been nine years since the last time I asked you a favor. Uh, I've but, got a but you owe me. I've got a wampir problem, uh-huh. and I'm hoping for a little spray bottle of holy water. Would they hook you up? I think they might. But you know, uh, I watched the Lost Boys again recently. Uh, you know, within the last year. And Speaking of maggots, they don't ask the catholic church whether they can fill up their water pistols with holy water they just jump in while someone's getting baptized or something i the last thing i want to be remembered as is a thief like one of the fucking corys oh okay that's why i'm gonna go ask i'm gonna ask all right are they gonna but here's here's my question Pretend this is Are a serious question. Would they laugh me out of the Newman Center? Or would they believe... Like, if I approached a modern Catholic priest and yeah. asked him to exercise, I said, okay, I have a, a pile of grain You'd that I believe... What, like Pilates? I, have, I believe that this uh, has, has been infested with Lovecraftian horrors. Uh-huh. Can you exercise the Lovecraftian horrors into, I don't know, a nearby colony of slightly larger, less gross worms? Yes. So that we can drive them into the swimming pool. Um, as far as w- what I know about exorcism is that that is not how it works. That you don't, uh, you know, make a demon into uh, some kind of lesser demon is how you no, exercise you, it. No, you do. You put it into a herd of swine and then you drive the swine off a cliff. Oh, okay. That's how it happened in the Bible, at least. Sure, sure. You're, you're right. It's been a long time since uh, swine have been driven off a cliff, I think. I heard that Disney made that whole thing up for a fake documentary anyway. <laughs> right, and that's why people think that swine uh, run off of cliffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, especially at the Newman Center, they would uh, refer you to, um, you know, student health services. Oh, for the mental for the mental yes. health services, not uh-huh. because not they're like no 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 look exorcisms those, that's for the scientists right not the not the clergy. Yeah, I don't I don't think they would take you seriously if you wanted I know a trip panning. They they would hook you right up with that. <laughs> the Catholic Church does still do exorcisms and stuff like that, but it is extremely extremely rare. 
I thought you were going to say expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's also really So they really expensive. they only they can only do it for Scientologists, uh-huh. which is yeah, extra only weird. really nice nice homes get exercised. <laughs> um, you know, my my uncle who was a Catholic priest, he once did perform an exorcism that was asked of him. Did and he believe that? He did not. He thought it was um it's actually a, a pretty good story, but he thought it was ridiculous to do. But it was his mother who asked him to do it, so he did it as a favor to her. Huh. Uh, what it was, it was this church in Cuernavaca, which uh, used to belong to the Emperor Maximilian and Carlotta, uh, the Emperor of Mexico. And um, people who lived at the church, who stayed there, uh, volunteers, stay overnight, they would complain about all kinds of noises in, in the church, like in the living quarters. And I guess it was footsteps and, you know, slamming of doors and things like that. Nothing really evil. But um, his mother decided to just have it exercised to, uh, you know, sort of do everything that they could do so that people wouldn't complain to them anymore about it. And I guess he did. And the story goes, because my dad was with him, is they performed all the prayers and stuff going through the house and the last room that they got to, which opened up to the outside, like it was the second story, there's a window, like shutters. And those, um, when they got to that final space, those rattled as if there was uh, someone out there shaking them. And they opened them up and there was no one out there and there was no wind. Hmm. And that was the end of it. No one ever complained again. Uh, so when you said he went through the prayers and stuff, is there like a li- like yeah yeah? If you in- called the Pope and were like, "Yo, <laughs> Popester, <laughs> I need the four one one on this uh, on this." I believe there are. I, protocol. I believe there are uh, formal prayers. Do you, yeah, where, I don't know them. I don't know where they keep them. <clears throat> okay, it was in his. I mean, his this book. is important. Like, every, man. every priest has like a a book that has different prayers for different occasions. And it's like keyed you know, to their like the keyed to their strokes. fingerprints, and uh, it it monitors their heartbeat. And if their heart ever stops beating, the book bursts into flames. Uh huh. To dis- just you know to destroy it, to keep it from falling into the hands of Legion. Sure, that, that's true. Hey, um, I know in particular we have a listener out there who is studying to become a priest, I believe, and uh, if he could write into us and let let us know and our listening audience whether what I've said is a bunch of bullshit or not. Well, I mean, I think the story about your your uncle is certainly oh that not... that one isn't, but whether the prayer book uh, is correct. How long ago did that happen? So this was when your dad was a child. This was in the no, he oh. they were um, in their twenties. So this was like in the sixties. Okay, late fifties, so early sixties. It ha- it was long enough ago that the story could have gotten embellished, but you heard it from the person who was there. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't like a friend of a friend of a friend. No, it was This my, is not like the girl who had to go to the hospital because she was masturbating with a hot dog and right, the hot and dog broke off. Broke off inside. And it had her. to be surgically removed. I remember that statement itself seemed really, really severe. Yeah. You know, I, I imagine all kinds of tweezers and Novocaine. <laughs> uh, I don't know what Novocaine was. Um yeah, it was I mean the person who told me the story is my my dad, who okay. was there at the time. Okay. And, and he had a buddy him. who was standing outside rattling right. the who rattling the shutters around the and then leaping from the 40th floor of the cathedral. Right. Uh, just so they wouldn't get caught. He, he, sacrament, he, martyred, the he martyred himself for the sake of playing a joke on your uncle. Yeah. I mean, they're very dedicated to, yeah, to well. hijinks. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, I guess that's that's what the, one of the things they weed out of you in seminary is your, you know, an unwillingness to kill yourself for the sake of a joke. Right. Yeah. Well, cool. Huh. Uh, yeah. No, I think I think I'm all set. With uh, oh, with yeah. my with my problems here. At the house. Your problems. Okay. Did you ever? Uh, I think I want to say. Wait, wait. That uh, we knew someone who. Go ahead. B- before you continue with that thought, I I do have a solution to your holy water problem. You could just get some regular holy or regular water. Get some regular holy water. <laughs> just go, go to Home Depot. <laughs> no, get some regular water and trick a priest into blessing it. Oh. Huh. And then just use it for whatever you want. Like, I could put a hole... Okay, so I go in with a bucket of water with a hole in it, and I say, Priest, priest, quick, I need you to bless my dick. Uh-huh. Okay. But instead, it's the water. That's yeah, the yeah. Well, well, I mean, my dick is also blood, right? Yeah, it's you know, 80, so that's a, 80% that's water, ancillary, right? Ancillary benefit. Yeah, oh, right. I need you to bless, uh, I need you to bless me and then ring me out into this font. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, uh, so Helvetica, uh, I think it is. <laughs> um, didn't we know somebody who, when they moved into a new house, they would burn sage smudge sticks and run them around all of the, the windows to ward off evil spirits? That seems like a thing that I learned from one of your friends. Sure, uh, we were also given a thing of sage when we moved into our new house. Were you? Yeah, we we weren't told to smudge it anywhere. We were just told to burn it. This is like burying a St. Joseph statue upside down in the front yard. Yeah, but that's if you want to sell the house. Wait, is it? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought that was just to stop you from, I, I don't know, man. From murdering your family? Well, no, to prevent, uh, to prevent like, uh, like uh, immaculate conception, right? Like uh-huh. if you want to make sure that God doesn't impregnate your yes. wife, you will. So, so like a Joseph... Facing upward, just like, so it's like yeah, a but a Joseph facing downward is like, nope, no, nope. nope, nope, not the none pa- of that. It's like Passover, not this time, buddy. Yeah, uh-huh. you you deliver <laughs> your shower of gold the to, of death, to the next to, to the next house. Um, I, I also might be confusing God and Zeus, right? Uh, Odin, all father. Um, no, it's the belief, you know, and it's not like a formal Catholic belief. Uh, is that you bury a St. Joseph statue upside down in a front yard if you want to sell the house. Okay. And then, then other Catholics just know. You wake up, and it's like Field of Dreams. Like, you wake up the next day, and there's just a line <laughs> uh-huh. of People cars. Wait, waiting to buy it. I have no idea what where that um, tradition came from, or that practice, I should say. I don't think it's a tradition. Um, there are patron saints of things, though, right? Isn't there a mm-hmm. patron saint of the Internet? There is. I do not know who it You're is. Supposed to, like, I mean, uh, what put happens? Put on your screensaver. Is a lot of uh, patron saints have new things that they become patrons of. Like okay. an existing saint can become a patron of a new thing. Are there female? Yeah, patron lots. saints. Okay, because yeah. I mean, patron implies patriarchal. You mean patron? Yeah, patron. Who's <laughs> the uh-huh. patron saint of Sammy Hagar? <laughs> Wait, no, Sammy Hagar is the patron saint of of <clears throat> I don't know. Our Lady of Tijuana. Right. He's not, now he's not in Tijuana, though. He's in, uh, is, is he Sammy Hagar co- in Cancun? The Cabo Wabo stuff? Cabo Wabo. Or no, it's in Cabo. Maybe it's in Cabo. Oh, yeah, sure. That makes sense. <laughs> or it could be in Wabo. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I've been at home a lot, right? Uh, working and going to uh, current school. But now I'm at home most of the time. Um that's that's been good uh, you know hanging out with with the babe 
And uh, yesterday we went to my brother and sister-in-law's house so that the middle cousins could meet our baby, which was kind of nice. But I was very, very disappointed with my uh, 14-year-old uh, girl cousin, or she's my nephew, or she's my niece. I don't know what, what she... Yeah, I was very disappointed with her for having switched genders spontaneously. <laughs> yeah. uh, my 14-year-old uh, niece, because she has not seen Step Up Revolution. And then my brother and sister-in-law were disappointed with me because I knew what Step Up Revolution was. Huh. That's a that's a that's kind of a silly thing for them to be disappointed in you. No, about. they they make fun of me for lots of things. Sure, but for awareness of a thing, mm. I mean, you know, you know what poison is, and it's good. Sh- you don't make fun of you for knowing what poison is, even sure. just because poison's bad. I thought you meant the band. It might help you. I did. Okay. Yeah, you might accidentally go to a poison concert, right? And want to claw your ears out. <laughs> I don't think that really happens. Maybe if you didn't grow, if you didn't cut your fingernails for a really long time, you'd be able to claw your ears out. Well, I think you could poke your fingernail into your ear, right? And yeah, but it'd that. be pretty long. Sure. I guess if you wanted to, you could, I guess, just uh, uh, put your fingers in your ears and then hold your nose closed and get somebody else to hold your nose closed, I right. guess, and blow as hard as you could. Oh, no, wait, I guess you'd your... hold your nose and then blow as hard as you could and then just blast out your own eardrums. Do you think you could do that? Like physically do that? Well, so it, so it occurred to me that probably no one has ever tried right. to do that. What you need to do because is... what's you need to, the payoff, really? Yeah, you need to get somebody who's about to be executed and say, hey, I've always wanted to know this. You know, like when people were getting guillotined and they would say like, hey, I want you to like keep blinking for as long as you can just like right. so they could develop a theory yeah. about how long you live after right. your head gets cut off right it is like right before you get the lethal injection hey t- try this <laughs> that's that's probably a little bit like our friend rachel's uh <clears throat> wanting to test out the theory on how high a pregnant woman can jump right before she delivers and how high she can jump right afterwards whether she can jump higher huh I got I got a feeling that a pregnant woman just prior or just after it should uh, not birth, be jumping. No, it's not going to be in the mood to jump. Like you're <laughs> right. never going to get anybody to sign up for that experiment. That's true. I, I told her she's going to have to get pregnant herself. Yeah, and that seems like a good idea anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'd be a good parent. Mm-hmm. It's really into safety. Yeah, what, what have you been up to? I already told you. Just, no, no, just but you also told me earlier that you decided to give up drinking. Uh, Why is that? I, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Well, there's a sign right there. So what else have you been up to, Roy? Well, that that was the main thing. I still have not been able to see Step Up Revolution and have not gotten a good report about it. I only released the previous episode of Advice Hot Dog today. Uh, oh, so okay, yeah. I'm, I apologize. I've been I've been really remiss in my podcast editing and uploading duties. Well, you know, you're you're adjusting to me having a baby. I am. I'm not mm-hmm. sleeping the same as I used to. No. Um. Hmm. I went to Home Depot yesterday. Okay. That's always fun. Uh, no, it's not. It's always a fucking nightmare. Really? I love going to Home Depot. I really don't. Okay. Tell me I, why. I don't like going and talking to those dudes. I don't talk to them <clears throat> oh well see if i don't talk to dudes i only talk to the young latina girls at the cash out if you, the cash out <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah i uh so i went i had to uh i called a plumber and the plumber 
I don't really understand what happened. This plumber is just a helpful guy that lives in my neighborhood who I talk to about the irrigation to begin with. And he's always just, you know, is he'll, he a real plumber? Yeah. Okay. He runs a plumbing company that's nearby, but also oh. is just like help, like helpful neighborhood irrigation guy. And he's never charged me for anything. And, you know, he hasn't really done much work, but has done a lot of consultation for me. And I was like, all right, well, I... I need this thing fixed. There's this valve that there's this pipe that just every time anybody else in the neighborhood irrigates just floods my lawn. And I'm not worried about my lawn. I'm worried because it's just free water. I don't want to steal the water that other people are paying. Sure. Right. I don't want to like and even if, you know, you're responsible. Yeah. Well, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want this flaw in the stuff on my property to like, yeah, to, to diminish the, you know, utility of what they're doing to reduce the pressure of the water that they're getting or whatever. Uh, so I was like, well, I need to fix this thing. So I called him at his plumber shop. I actually emailed him and explained the situation. I was like, can I actually pay you to just come do this? Like to, to cap this thing or to look at it and figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he said, sure. And he explained what he thought it was. Uh, and that it would just the pipe would just need to be capped off. And he called me back and he said, yeah, I was uh, I'm about to head home from the office and I'll swing by your place and take a look at it. And I said, OK. And I told him where the pipe was. And I said, I will be home in 15 minutes because I was just leaving work, too. So he calls me 30 seconds later and says, yeah, I can't find the pipe. And I'm like, uh, OK, well, I'll be home in. 14 minutes and 30 seconds and i'll mm -hmm. show you where it is and he said okay and i got there and he wasn't there so i well, called he's him i'm not gonna wait around for 14 minutes and 30 I seconds i guess not so i called him and he's like he, i said hey I, I dug out around the pipe so it's super visible now uh he's like okay i'll be over in a few minutes and then he just never showed up and never called so here's my theory okay um there's a cover-up oh it's a conspiracy right i see the catholics uh, realized it's that, all Catholic all the time. Yeah, now. that no, that I had I had a, an immaculate source of holy water that didn't have to be breast breast blessed by priests, <laughs> breastfed, breastfed by the police. Uh, no, so my theory is that a guy will do what he says he's gonna do. If a guy says, I'll be there in five minutes, just like a regular dude says, I'll be somewhere in five minutes, they will probably be there in five minutes. If it's you, maybe they will be there in 12 minutes. Okay. But a contractor, part of the certification process for becoming a contractor is you have to just never, ever keep your word again. Mm -hmm. So the only way to get a contractor to your house is to get them to say that they're not coming to your house. The only way to get them to call you is for them not to know that you want them to call you. Huh. Right. If if they're if their voicemail actually this might be a trick and not all contractors have figured this out. If the voice if the contractor's voicemail greeting says leave your name and number and I will call you back. You leave your name and number. They won't call you back because they said that they would. If they say leave your name and number and then go fuck yourself. Then they will call you back and responsibly show up on time because they will say, yeah, what's your problem? Yeah, well, too bad, buddy. Fuck you. But then that's code that allows them to, that allows them to circumvent the rules that prevent any goddamn contractor from ever showing up when they mm. say that they're going to. Wow. Is that kind of like when um, there are restaurants whose <clears throat> shtick it is to be rude to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty similar to, okay. you know, like a Dick's Last Resort or that one place where they throw the rolls. Right, in Chicago? Is that I don't know. The hot dog place There are Chicago? only a couple of restaurants that I know about. Oh, the one okay. where they will give you free steak if you can eat all of it. Right. 
in an hour. I don't right? Yeah, I don't know. If you can eat the entire, if you can eat, you go in there, and if you can eat everyone's lunch, whoever is there, it's free. If you can eat all of their lunches and then leave before they catch you, it's free. It's free. Well, I think it's that's the way it is at every restaurant. So I decided I'm just going to cap this goddamn pipe myself rather than because I did not believe. Is it threaded? No. There were only like four days left before the next time water was going to start spraying out of this goddamn thing. And I thought, what are the chances of me getting somebody out here to fix this? And they were fucking zero because it takes three months to get the simplest goddamn thing done because no one will ever fucking call you Mm -hmm. back. I'm getting really upset about this. Yeah, you are. I, because I, I've i let all this shit go because it, it's always such a nightmare. All, all of it and takes so much time. So, and so now I'm suddenly like, all right, it's time to get on the ball and get all this shit taken care of. And it just takes... I don't understand what a normal person would do. I don't understand what a person that didn't set their own hours at work and couldn't just arbitrarily come home for six hours in the middle of the day so that the guy cannot fucking show up. Right. Like, what the fuck does a normal grown-up do in that situation? Like, I imagine that what you do is you go you down there you go down there with a shovel and you just destroy all the cars in the parking lot of the fucking place with a note that says, maybe you should show up on time and this kind of shit wouldn't happen to you. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> Also fuckers. make sure you're at the right business. No, no. That's too much work. Um, is yeah? Show me the pipe. Uh, later. I already did it. You already did. I you did. That's it? why I went to Home Depot. Oh, I went oh, to Home okay. Depot, and I I had That's to, awesome. I had to talk to the goddamn guy there, and you know he was nice. He was nice. Was, was he helpful. helpful? He was. Okay, then then what's the problem? I don't know. I just hate going there. Did you there. feel like he was judging you? No, I didn't actually, because I went in and I and I and I decided, you know, I'm not. I don't know why I always feel like such an idiot when I come in here because nobody is born knowing any of this stuff. So I just said, hey, I need to cap a PVC pipe in my yard and I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then I had a piece of paper on which I had like marked off the width of the pipe. But mm-hmm. then I forgot to take it to Home Depot with me. So I had to sure. decide. I but, there's only, but there's only so many sizes of PVC. Sure, pipe, you so. can kind of guess. He gave, me the, he gave me a cap and then a bottle of glue. And he said, and then after you're done, just bring this back and get, get your money back. And <laughs> really? I said, no, I'm not. No. And he said, I'm the store manager. It's okay. Said, All right. I, I am not okay with that. Yeah, but you also hate taking stuff back. To oh, sure, and sure. Like I'm not gonna drive. I'm not gonna drive four miles for three dollars. Four dollars. Yeah. yeah. Like I, that was that was. It. But even if it had been effortless to return it, I'm also not gonna like. I know that I only used a tiny fraction of the glue that was in this container, but I would be pissed if I had bought that and then found out that somebody else had used some of it because they left a note. Yeah. Yeah, there's like thanks, a thanks. It. Thanks for the free glue, shady Home Depot manager. Uh-huh. Yeah. PS, don't tell the next sucker he's only getting 99.9% of the glue he's paying for. Right. He'd be pissed, lol. <laughs> I, I agree with that sentiment, Zach. Anyway, yeah. I capped off that pipe, and we'll see what happens. Uh, next time the water is supposed to come out of something. It should probably be fine. I don't know. I figure out a way to fuck up just about anything that I have to do with my hands, Roy. You know that. Mm-hmm. Have you have you yep. improved any home projects lately? Uh, you know, recently I've been working on that chair base. I told you that, right? That... I decided that since I can't find a really comfortable office chair, I bought... You're looking at me like this is a ridiculous thing. It is. And yes, you did. You told me and you told our podcast listeners. And, okay. Uh, well, I, I'm working on that. I Yeah. 
and I hope that the 400 hours you spend on it. No, I, I've cut all the pieces. Now I just have to glue the sides on it. Good. Like the base is pretty much constructed. Great. I'm also putting a, a secret compartment in it. Oh, for your weed? Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's from a Volkswagen? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that probably, that probably has been near some secret compartments full of weed. Yeah, it could be. It'll be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll I'll just hide all of my porn URLs in it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. If you figure out a way to conceal, like to encrypt your porn URLs, you can just like scrawl them. Uh, what? Here's what you do: you write them on a postcard, uh-huh. <laughs> and then you, you, ejac- you ejaculate on the wall and just oh. slam the postcard into the sure. into the splatter of ejaculate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a perfect plan. <laughs> it is. Can't lose. Uh, Roy. Yes. We got some stuff to do. We got some people to help. We got a bunch of questions. We got, we, we're, we're not, we're not doing a very good job lately of answering a bunch of questions per show. We spend all of our time just, just Just horsing around. Reminiscing. (laughs) Reminiscing about different things that smell bad in our yards and different things we're wasting our time on Uh to eventually sit on. Uh, well, you know, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure know, that your I'm makeshift Volkswagen the, chair awesome will chair. be a wonderful legacy for Cora. You can also it has a um, you know if you need to strap yourself into the chair. It Does it a, have a seatbelt? Yeah. Seriously, it has a receptacle for a seatbelt. I just I wouldn't have to get the actual belt for the other side. You have to get one to match. Sure. You don't want to see, but with like a Mustang logo, it'll <laughs> it'll corrode if the if the makes don't match. That's true. Anyway, uh, I've had enough Ruined of this bullshit, Roy. I've had enough of this bullshit. Let's uh, let's help some people. Okay, but first, let's have a cocktail. All right. Roy, this week's cocktail was your idea, so why don't you tell the nice folks at home about it? Yeah, I saw this on uh, one of my favorite blogs, which is di uh, manmade diy dot com. And on that site, uh, the gentleman who runs it has links to different uh, interesting do-it-yourself uh, projects that are manly. and uh, Like this... making a chair out of a different shitty chair. Uh-huh. And uh, one uh, post that I saw this week was for this drink, which uh, I do not like the name. It's called the Cocky Rooster, which uh, seems stupid. Uh, so we have renamed it the uh, Rooster Sauce, which is what you call the main ingredient that's in it which is sriracha that's not what i call that you don't ever you've never heard it called rooster sauce no oh i have a lot i call it rooster sauce oh good no i have i have heard that term used before to to call sriracha in any case uh it is uh you serve it in a large glass and it is essentially a uh red beer but using uh hot ingredients and what you do is well, red beer doesn't normally have chili in it. I don't know what a red beer is. A red beer is the, like a, a michelada is okay. a red beer. That's the a- Anglo name for it. Okay. Okay. So not a vampiro. The, not a vampiro. The a vampiro. Rooster sauce has uh, lime juice, about one ounce per per glass. Um, and what you do is you uh, salt the rim of the glass, put in your lime juice, some ice. It says uh, three dashes of Maggie sauce, which is a seasoning sauce that you can buy at most grocery stores. And it suggests here two or three uh, generous squeezes of sriracha sauce, which is what we did. And it is very good, tasty, but... um, Yeah, it's very, very spicy. It's very spicy. So I would say that's more to taste. Uh, Jalapeno slices and a lime wedge for garnish. 
and one uh, lager type beer. Like a Dos Equis? Or like a, a Dos Equis or a Tecate Pacifico or, or a Pacifico. A Mm, or a soul, or not? A, I would not. I would corona. Not, you could use a corona. I don't think that I would make a michelada with a corona. Really? I yeah, do not particularly like soul, so I would stick to Pacifico Dos Equis. Pacifico and Tecate belong in one category in my mind, and then Corona belongs in another category. And Corona is in the category that means Corona. I think of as being more similar to like a Heineken than it is to a Tecate, and I don't know why I believe that. Hmm. It, I would not drink a Corona by itself, and I would drink a Tecate by itself. Oh, sure, without any lime yeah, juice. Yeah, Tecate or... does not need lime in the way that Corona needs lime in That's order to taste right. Uh-huh. So there's got to be a difference between them. And maybe it's just the label and No, and they do taste differently. Perception. I, I can't say what, what it is. We should do a taste test. Like a blind taste test? Yeah. To see. Next time. I mean, because when we're blind, the rest of our senses will be sharpened. Yeah, so we got to pick the beer that like we our, like the Like most. our sense of what's weird about this beer. Uh-huh. So uh, we've tried it. I, I like it a lot. I think I may drink a lot more of these. Yeah, I think I might I would start use using less uh, chili sauce. I think I might, instead of using the pre-made Bloody Mary mix to make micheladas from now on, I think I might just do a little bit of tomato juice and then a little bit of sriracha because sriracha is pretty tasty. Yeah, it is. I had some. I, I went I to a restaurant the other day, sauce, though. and I just ordered broccoli, just some steamed broccoli. <laughs> Was it four o'clock? <laughs> um, why? What? Because you're you're an old man who's going to dinner at four o'clock. Yeah, I was going to dinner at four o'clock. Mm-hmm. No, I was. It was actually at four o'clock, but it was lunch, and then I had dinner at six. So it was, it was weird. Okay. It was a weird day all around. Steamed broccoli. Yeah, that's what I would chew it up for you first. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but then I dipped it all. I dipped each individual floret in sriracha. Oh, yeah, and it was pretty good. Wow, yeah. wow. I also got beans, but uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Where were you? What kind of restaurant had, had these beans, ingredients? Beans and broccoli. Uh-huh. The the fart factory. Uh-huh. Uh, although broccoli has never made me fart, I've, I've heard it? people say that broccoli makes them. It, fart. it can make me a little bit gassy, mm. especially the more raw it is. Especially if it's under steamed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roy, do we have any old business to take care of? Uh, we do. We we had um, at Eccentric Om, he wrote to Carnally Classy in Canada, who wanted to know what kind of uh, nudie art he could put on his uh, computer screen. And he suggests most pre-Raphaelite <laughs> paintings, and he has a special recommendation for The Fisherman and the Siren by Lord Layton. I looked at that uh that painting yeah pretty hot it is pretty hot yeah uh andre also writes us uh with the question did you answer my stupid question on your stupid podcast jerks dude Uh, i don't remember did we no i think it's on this week's uh stupid podcast oh well good now i know which one to skip Uh uh-huh and our our friend jamin uh posted a link on the advice hot dog facebook which is a reference to cat milk and it's a pretty funny photo of um, a Whiskas cat milk product in a store in England with a big sign in front saying uh, for customers to note that cat milk is not actually from cats. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the same picture you did? today. Okay. Because I live on the internet. Right. Uh, while I was looking at that picture on the internet, my cat was uh, licking a bowl that I had eaten some ice cream out of. Huh. And I thought, I'm probably supposed to stop her from doing this. No. But you know what? She's old. Let she her have it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, how about the segment of the show that we like to call Topics? Topics. Right? Today's topic, family reunions. 
Yeah, family reunions. What do you think? Exciting, of them, isn't it? To get get all <laughs> of your family together all in one place, spend a lot of money to go there. That seems awful. Do stuff together. <laughs> you think that's awful? Have you ever been to a family reunion? There were a lot of family reunions when I was younger, um, and still lived near and anyone mm-hmm. in my family. Sure. Um, I don't have a single relative uh, within a hundred miles of me at this point. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's true. Yeah, my mother is about a hundred miles away, but everybody else is, I don't know, very far away. Yeah, thousand. Huh. Fourteen hundred. Uh, we were at an event this afternoon with Corinne's family, her cousins and stuff, who she isn't extremely close with, but uh, her uncle Roger was saying that he wants to do a family reunion, and he wanted everyone to go. Like he said, my family is invited. Right, in that we're all invited. we're all brothers and sisters under the Lord. We are. Okay. So really, it's an Adam and Eve's family <laughs> reunion, sponsored by AdamandEve.com, uh-huh. purveyors of fine dildos. Uh, and, you know, this got me to, this was on our list of topics that have been suggested by listeners, and, and I was thinking about that, where uh, normally something like that would seem like the most awful thing I can imagine, but her family uh, likes to drink a lot, so I, I think I could... I mm-hmm. could stomach it for for a few days. I think it'd be fun. I've always felt like it was weird. It'd be out in the woods, sure. Somewhere. I, this is uh, this is uh, too serious to actually talk about on this podcast. But I, I don't know what it is about the way that I approach the world. I had this long conversation with Josh. I also don't know what it is. I had this long conversation with Josh on Monday where I said that I that you I think were kind of bothered by the fact that it took me so long to get around to meeting your baby. And he said, "Well, yeah, of course." And I, and I just genuinely do not understand. It didn't occur to you. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. And it does not occur to me. Like, I cannot imagine feeling that way mm-hmm. under the same circumstances. I think there's just something missing in my experience of the world as a thing that contains other people. And as such, I don't really understand why family is such a strong bond at the the distances that you're at once you get into family reunion territory, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like... So that you can meet cousins that you can uh, finally fuck. Huh? Because they because they're finally eighteen. <laughs> because no, they finally, no, you, you they mean, finally those blue laws are off the books and they're right. no longer. Well, uh, you live in different states now. No one knows. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, no, it's yeah, D- distant cousins. So that. But so to me, what a family reunion says is this is a gathering of people that no one chose any of the connections inherent in it except the ones that are not actually familial relationships like the 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 husbands and wives right right and i cannot imagine a worse like a worse protocol for selecting people to hang out with hmm. than just the random sharing sharing of some of your genes and having a common progenitor and so i feel like all of all of the sense of loyalty and responsibility that i have is centered around work really and mm-hmm. like the people the people that work with me right and that is like all right so this is a this is a group of people united for some common purpose we know that we can get along or this wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. and so this is a this is like 
I can understand a certain amount of tribalism associated with a common purpose, but feeling a strong connection to like a broader family unit is just not a thing that I understand at all. And uh, the family reunion seems like, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, you maybe, know, maybe say, I'm autistic. It could be. Um, with my family, you know, if I were to say a family reunion, that would mean my first cousins and aunts and uncles and that kind of thing. And these are all people that I shared a lot of time with and like very much. So for me, that would be really important in order to, you know, see them and spend time with them, especially now that I don't see them very much and it takes a lot of effort in order for that to happen. Uh, with something like I've never had a lot of distant, you know, I don't think of second cousins and third cousins. That isn't something that, you know, we we are in contact with with most of the, those people. And because of how my family is, it is much smaller. It is more direct because my father, his brother was a priest and there weren't any other, uh, you know, kids on his side. Sure. And then my mother has her brother and then those kids and those are the people I know. But with you, you know, you're, so what you're saying is that you choose fa your family, essentially. Well, right? no. no. Okay, yes, I guess. The, the, the people that occupy the space in my life that is reserved in most people's lives for family, I guess, for an extended family. Mm -hmm. But that's, I know, that's weird. That just makes me feel like an asshole. Well, you, you also vacation with these people. I mean, work for you is not... Oh sure, it's not like just like a job that I go to. It's yeah. like you know, it's like a it's like a life. We it's actually a life spend dedicated a lot of time to, together to a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. Like my my cousins, the people in my generation, I just I feel like I don't know. Everybody in my family who doesn't just doesn't they don't want to talk to me because they just assume that I'm gay. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing that happens a sure. lot. Well, it uh, sounds like maybe you don't like your uh, family that much. No, I do. I do like them. I oh, just okay. have I have nothing essentially in nothing in common with them. Like no no common ground. Okay. Well, my which, cousin and I have Star Wars in common. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I had a you know I had, I had one cousin who was approximately my age that I grew up with and we played video games together and stuff. But then we diverged. We diverged about as extremely as it's possible for two dudes to diverge, and you know, friendly, whatever. Like, sure. you know, I see him once every two or three years, and that's fine. But my other cousins are just like, I don't know, sets of brothers in the process of getting the same girl pregnant at the same time. Okay. That's actually a thing. Well, I know. Yeah. Hmm. But so I think it goes back to that thing where, uh, like, you either stick around or you leave, right? Sure. When you grow up and I'm, you know. You left. Yeah. And, and that was just like this huge break. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, it's not like it's not like it's bad. Like you go back for a funeral, everybody's nice, you know. Yeah, especially at a solemn occasion, like yeah, a we'll see, yeah or a wedding. I mean, that right. weddings happen sometimes too. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gone back for a wedding? Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, when it's all right. Okay, I talked to the my my mom was talking about uh, like the brother. There was a brother of uh, the this uh, the the groom who was the guy who was marrying my cousin and. Uh, my my mom will occasionally just tell me a story about how crazy that guy is and uh those stories always end with me saying like oh right i remember him he was the only person at that wedding that i actually had a conversation with that i remembered as being meaningful <laughs> and like oh yeah he's crazy because he killed so many people in iraq 
Like, oh, okay. Wow. And that had all happened before I talked to him. But, like, I just had a conversation with him about music, and I was like, oh, man. Me and you are the only two people at this wedding who have spent any time at all thinking about music as an effort, you know, in in an attempt to, like, choose the music that we listen to. Sure. Stuff like like an actual critical discussion of something as opposed to just, like, hey, let's talk about sports or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it turns out that guy is just crazy murder guy i see you mean doing his duty well for sure yes yeah, no sure it's justified so murder. he's really into kesha too the like way crazy that you man's, are. oh yeah yeah no we we were like oh man i i i too wake up and brush my teeth with jack uh-huh um <clears throat> but then the difference between us was that uh, i would floss with regular dental floss and he would floss with the uh, severed tendons of his victims <laughs> wow <clears throat> um yeah, i told you the guy was messed up and in regards to the baby, I, I do want to address this. Um, what is important about visiting someone because they've had a baby is it's exposing because, the baby to your germs. <laughs> yeah, you want them to, to be stronger. Uh, it's because they've gone through this experience and it's a big deal to them. So you're visiting the parents, not the baby. Hadn't I seen you, though? Yeah, you saw me. Yeah. You oh, see- your your wife is oh yeah right. Sometimes I forget that she's a person with feelings and stuff. Sure, yeah, she's she's a whole other person. So really, this just all goes back to my misogyny, mm-hmm. sure, and my objectification of women. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought, well, you know, I, just the receptacle and, for and the receptacle I, for Roy's seed. I also had a female baby, so you thought, eh, not not so important. Yeah, who cares? Call me when she's eighteen. Uh huh. No, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. No, don't. I'm not going to. Yeah. It's good. Uh, hopefully I'll have moved to another planet by right, then. Right. To the moon. Uh, so, says Terry Bing in Nashville, Tennessee, my friend has a pretty hot wife. Is it okay to discreetly check her out every now and again? Hmm, what do you think about that, Roy? I, I think uh, men discreetly check out any hot hot wife or hot non-wife at all times. You think? Yeah, I do. You just can't stop. I, I think so you're saying, are you do. admitting, Mr. President, that you have lusted in your heart after women? Um, I, I believe I, I am admitting that. While you were, I, I've while committed you were a adultery in my heart. From, from, uh, from atop your horse in the peanut field, uh-huh. you, saw, you saw one of the peanut workers' wives. Well, wasn't, I assume that's wasn't what you she them. also a peanut worker? <laughs> the peanut worker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they made some paintings, which were hung in a peanut gallery. I mean, um, now I put things into a little bit more perspective, and it's not as important. But I, I still, any room that I walk into that has women in it, I, you know, uh, I make note of all of the women that I think are attractive. Yeah. yeah you know, I but, but I don't put myself in a closet with them. Sure, you, know, you don't want to spend minutes. seven minutes in heaven with <laughs> You don't uh, you don't walk into a room, gauge what percentage of the women are women that you're attracted to, uh-huh. and then use that to determine whether or not you push uh, everybody towards a game of truth or dare <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> later. Uh, what what do you think about that? Well, I don't know. You know, you you gotta you you either have to like really lampshade it, right? You have to be like super overt about it, and and just like, all right, I'm just gonna break the tension here and and say. I'm totally going to think about you the next time I have sex with your husband. <laughs> sure, that, that'll break the tension. Yeah, because so, then everybody will laugh and okay. it will be a funny joke. Or you have to like, you have to go super creeper mode on it and just never say anything to anyone again. 
Um, but, okay. but send her letters as though they're from her husband. Like, just learn a lot of things about him and just start doing these weird things like, hey, meet me, oh. meet me at the... Uh, the, the stagecoach station at six, and we'll uh-huh. have a we'll have a sarsaparilla. Uh, I'm assuming that they live in uh, Tombstone, <laughs> right, Arizona. Uh-huh. Uh, and then and then so she goes to the the stagecoach station, and then he doesn't show up. But you're across the street with with binoculars, oh. or I don't know what do you, what did they have? Binoculars, <laughs> what did they have uh, back then? Uh, like a those, spyglass those tubes, yeah. And they just had some some weird pince nez, <laughs> just toilet paper tubes. <laughs> It wasn't for a hundred years that they knew to put uh, toilet paper around the tube. Or lenses inside them. Right. Both of those things were... The, 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 the spyglass was actually invented by a guy who was like stuck on a toilet for 12 hours because he had nothing to wipe his ass with. <laughs> invented both of them at the same time. <laughs> Um, I was actually, before the time difference, I was going to suggest that you slowly start getting plastic surgery so that you look like the husband. Oh, and that's then a eventually pretty good... you can just take his place. I mean, you don't want to go plastic surgery yet, right, to start with, right? Yeah, you just, just get start a hair, wearing his clothes. Haircut. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, so you smell like him. That's the important thing. Right. Wives get to where they can recognize their husband's mm-hmm. smell. Right. Like you give them a whole bunch of dirty, uh, dirty armpit uh, guards. Shirts, I think they call those. Armpit guards. Yeah. Uh, you know, armpits and other stuff. Right. They, they, you know, they protect all sorts of... They also of... guard your nipples, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, mine always have the holes, the holes cut out. Oh, to... Because I always wear through? nursing shirts. Uh-huh. You know, scrubs. Uh, but, you know, you, so you, you, you just watch, you know, you, she shows up places that he, she thinks he's going to be, and then he doesn't show up. And, because of the and telegram like, she's been and, receiving. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, as long as her husband is not a contractor, yeah, then you got to do something oh, different right, because, because then she, she'll, she'll expect I, it. She'll be oh. like, oh, well, he must be at work. Right. Uh, there must have been something wrong with the plumbing here at the stagecoach station. Oh, right. There isn't any. <laughs> That's what's wrong. How does he make a living? That's weird. This is, I, I told him that we shouldn't move here. Um, the, o- the only people making a living there are the uh, Sarsaparilla... Uh, Vendors? Deliverers? Mm-hmm. Sarsaparilla Smiths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty good. You got you to gotta pound on a root. Mm-hmm. Sarsaparilla is a root, right? It's I'm a, thinking of sassafras. Sassafras is a, is a root. I think sarsaparilla is a combination of things to make sarsaparilla. <laughs> okay. Uh, different roots, like sassafras and... Uh, turmeric. <laughs> okay. Maybe some cumin. Some cumin, yes. <laughs> Every time somebody says turmeric, I, I think cumin. I think of cumin. Yeah. Why is that? I think it's because we're not, never exactly sure how to pronounce either of them. Yeah, I think it's cumin, and I thought it's turmeric. Turmeric. A cormorant. Uh-huh. I think that comes from the, those birds. Cormorant? Those flightless birds. Uh, Adam writes, when purchasing a map for pinning places I've visited, would you go with the uh, ethnocentric choice of North America because that's all you've already done, or the scholarly slash worldly choice of the whole planet because you'll eventually break out of that shell? Please pardon my exclusion of the solar system as I've only got so much wall space. Well, it doesn't have to be to scale. No. Uh, We have a map on the wall at the office of places that we've shipped packages to, Mm -hmm. or places that we shipped packages to in the first few months uh, when somebody was enthusiastic about uh, doing that, and places that we've shipped them to in the last couple of months that somebody has been enthusiastic about doing it again sure here's the shitty thing if we ever move all those pins are just going straight into the wall so there's really there's going to be no way to get that map off without just shredding it um or you take all the pins out carefully note their locations sure or go and painstakingly find all the holes in it 
here's my here's my suggestion: put the whole thing on a board and then hang the board on the wall, uh, so you don't have to worry about this. Sure. So no, this I, is a thing, I agree with that. This but... is a thing that I wish I had known. But do the whole world. You can get a map of the world that's not that big, and you can put a lot of pins into a lot of places on North America, unless all yeah, of the pla- unless you're just like, oh, I want a map of all of the places that I've been like inside my house. or every gas station or right. every... Well, it depends, right? If, if it's, it depends on how much you travel and how important those little jaunts are to you, mm-hmm. right? Do you think there's a person that uh, considers just their neighborhood a, as a form of traveling? Oh, probably. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, all, they only do it while they're walking on their hands? Oh, so right. It's a big deal. Yeah, well, because they're practicing for the big Gymkata tournament. Uh-huh. Uh, Andre says, I'm looking to purchase a house, but I'm currently under a lease until next June. What would be the best way to get out of said lease with a ball of twine, three toothpicks, a clothespin, and a battered copy of the Kama Sutra? Uh, well, you could seduce the landlady. Oh, sure. Uh, using the toothpicks. But is she going to let you out of her contract? She's probably going to extend it. Oh, she just, ooh, yeah. Yeah, You're, she's getting it for free. Now you've got a year lease. Why, why would she buy the Andre cow? When she's oh. getting Andre's milk for free. Right. Um, what is the best way to get out of a lease? I've never gotten out of a lease. I once tried to get out of a lease, and there really wasn't a whole lot I could do about it. Yeah, you're like, man, it's like some sort of contract that right. signed. Right. I mean, purchasing a house often takes for fucking ever, so it might be a, might That's be a true. non-issue. Right. Yeah, I, I would just say don't don't worry about it. Yeah. Start, just assume start that it's going to take. Start, st- start saving a little extra money. Little extra moolah, mm-hmm. some chatter, some moolah and rouge. Unless he's using that money for his down payment, and if that's the case, he should say. Oh, so he's planning on. He's saying, "Oh, if I get out of my lease, that's like a magical six months worth of rent deposited in my checking account." Right. Yeah, that's how that works, right? If uh-huh. you get out of the lease, the landlord has to pay you. Yeah, give uh, you what the, your rent would have been. Balance. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty good plan. Uh, then uh, let's see. You could use the ball of twine to strangle the landlord. Long That's enough, not going to get you out of the contract. Long enough to deprive. Listen to the oh, rest of okay. my plan, Sorry. Roy. I apologize. Paul Harvey here is going to tell you the rest of it. You <laughs> strangle him just enough that the the deprivation of oxygen to his brain leads him to forget about his lease with you, but not kill him. Okay. Right. So you do like an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind treatment. You can use the toothpicks to like mark spots on his forehead that you think correspond with <laughs> the different the, memories. The, the different memories. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about then, the Kama Sutra? Oh, you got to replace the memories with something. Oh yeah. So, so it's like, it was oh man, cool. remember this time you had a weird curvy dick and uh-huh. we're balancing a woman on your feet or uh-huh. something. Yeah. I, man, you look at that stuff in the Kama Sutra, the pictures from the Kama Sutra or the pictures that I think of as being what the Kama Sutra contains. Sure. Those people are shaped real weird. It's they like are. they can make uh, the, all of those shapes and it's you know, like it's not the, a problem. It's like if the ancient Egyptians had written a sex book and they're all like those weird super stiff like Legos. stiff-legged, yeah, minifigs. Yeah, what are you going to do? Or like it's the, a great, the great idea the for a Kama Sutra cave book. person sex guide where it's all like you turn your dick into a huge spear and throw it at your wife's buffalo. Uh-huh. It's really it's really hard to figure out anything based mm-hmm. on that. I mean, you know, maybe it's like there's that book that the joy of sex book back from the 70s when everybody was black and white and super hairy. Right. Uh, you just can't really use any of those tricks now because Trick. of the hair. Well, and the color. Oh, it's all different. You can't tell what it is. Yeah, it's all different yeah. now. 
because you don't know. I mean, you don't, you don't know if this new modern girl has the same parts That's that that true. girl in the 70s yeah. had because it's like, maybe if it was like an Ann Geddes photo of this. Ann Geddes Kama Sutra. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's not explore that. Hi, Zach and Roy. A few years ago, my mom came up with a great idea for a strategy board game. It involves moving pieces through a maze you build as you play. She made a physical prototype, and we've played it lots and are very happy with it. But how can we get it made and sell it? Do you think it's feasible to do it ourselves? I know Roy is a sculptor and Zach has knowledge and enthusiasm for niche board games. Do you have any clever ideas about getting custom plastic game pieces made cheaply? And do you think Kickstarter would be a sensible route? Thanks so much, Kai. P.S. Love the show. Kickstarter is real good yeah. for board games. Uh, if you can if you can prove that you've got a good concept and if it's a thing that's like actually fun to play, you can make a video of you playing it with your mom. Sure, but say like, hi, I'm Kai. And I'm Kai's mom, and this is the game I made up. Ah. Um the problem with with that is that he would have to do some research as to where he needs to get the pieces made and how much it would cost, right? I think I wanna say that you're better off using some sort of like Wood. Abstract wooden pieces that you can find already being made as opposed to mm. making custom plastic pieces because that's that's more of a thing where, I, it, as I understand it, that's still not really feasible unless you want like a million of them. Sure. And then you can get them from China fairly cheaply, but then you yeah. have to get it, you're getting it from China. A, a so it's like it's going to take months to get right. to you under the best of circumstances and probably, your probably footprint huge yeah, and probably be made by people for 25 cents an hour right who are committing and suicide also you don't want to smell uh, of your distract those people from making iphones which is what they really should be doing yeah oh yeah yeah uh yeah i, I would suggest the the wooden pieces the way zach says if if possible it would be <clears> cool <throat> let us know if you do it yeah um you, you know you could figure out because there are lots of companies that make uh, game pieces, like yeah, generic game pieces. Mm -hmm. You figure out how to make it out of uh, ice house pieces. Uh, ice house is like this set of game pieces that are used for a whole bunch of different games. Oh, that okay. probably wouldn't work though. If you're if you're actually building a maze, you probably need some sort of walls. Figure out a way to do it with like tiles, Legos? where the maze is in your imagination. Don't do it with Legos, man. That'd be super expensive and illegal. You can't just like mm. make a. I, I bought some Legos. I'm going to sell them to you. Just file off all the knobs. Uh, well, right, yeah. People would not recognize... You know, that would suck. There would be holes in everything. And then the mice would get a, sneak out of your maze. That's true. Hi, Zach and Roy. I'm a longtime listener slash eater, first-time advice seeker. I have an important medical question for Roy, which dates back a few episodes. Earlier this year, I developed a cyst on my tailbone. When I was asked by my sister, also a fan of the show, what was wrong with me, I said that I had a bad case of ow my butt. My sister then told me I was using the word incorrectly. I always thought that ow my butt could be applied to any chronic pain in the butt region, whereas my sister was of the view that the term specifically applies to problems of the digestive tract. Could you please advise us both on the correct usage of the word? Thanks, Semantics in Sydney. Great question. I'm, I'm glad you uh, wrote to us. Ow my butt refers to when you need to go to the bathroom, and you uh, talk about how ow my butt, I need to ow my butt. Oh, you need to ow, Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's not it, that's like saying you're, you're proclaiming that you have to do uh, number two uh, or a deuce, um, and you can just say "ow my butt," and everyone in the room should know that that means that you need to excuse yourself. It does. It's not necessarily a problem with the di digestive tract, although your sister is more correct than you are. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about the cyst on your tailbone. <laughs> Ow my butt. <laughs> 
Hello, Zach and Roy. I had this dilemma on my hands, and I was hoping if you two could help me out. Uh, so I came to Missouri to visit my parents on summer break, and they owned this shabby little truck stop there that I'd been planning to work at to raise money to buy a ton of Magic the Gathering cards. My parents agreed, but under one condition. Never ask when I'm about to get paid. Uh, I went to work the next day. The first few days had been fun and busy learning how to waitress and to uh, get to know the other workers there. Problem comes after a few days have gone by. Business had been slow, so there'd been pretty much nothing to do after I got done with all the smaller stuff. During my paid free time, I would usually sit back and listen to your podcast and sometimes read a book. It's been fun, but my conscience has gotten the better of me and I felt kind of crappy during. What should I do? Should I keep quiet and sit back until I eventually get paid, or should I stand up and let my pride do the talking? Love the show and thanks, Mr. Tissue Box Candy. It's <laughs> a great name. It's a pretty good name. Uh, well, how long have you been working there? <clears throat> has it been a two-week period, or has it been longer? That seems like a weird... Th- I would... If I, even if it was for my parents and I was like, hey, can I have a job at your store? And they said, yes, under one condition, you never ask when you're going to get paid. There is no good reason to have that stipulation. <laughs> like, yeah, that's it really was like, strange. Never ask when you're going to get paid because we like to surprise you by paying you every day. <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, do, also, do you know how much you're getting paid? It's a job, right? <laughs> Or does it turn out that you've signed up as a volunteer? I mean, I really, I think that even if it's your parents, it still counts as slavery. Mm. Especially it's in Missouri? Yeah, man, they still totally, they still oh, totally have slavery no, no, in Missouri. No. I, I know what they're doing. Uh, they're probably going to surprise you with their own box of their own um, version of Magic the Gathering that they've been working on for probably three weeks. And... They're going to say, now it's time to get paid, and then they give you their version of magic. Oh, right. So it's like, they, when you're, it's like when you're, when you're, you're uh, out of work, dad carves you a shitty wooden Xbox <laughs> for Christmas because he can't afford to give you yeah. a real Xbox. Yeah, but it's just as good as the real thing, right? And it has a yeah. cool candle. Well, in I it. mean, it depends. Like a, a different version of, of Magic the Gathering, you know, you could probably play it with them. Sure. Yeah. You know, those cards aren't going to be tournament legal if they're just... Carved but they from, all, they're carved from little slices of wood or slices of like craft singles which is uh they you know are, those things last forever with a with a with a uh ah, fucking drudge skeleton etched into them with a compass Sounds i'm just trying kinda, to think of kind of great things that they sell at truck stops um, craft singles and compasses that would make all of those cards uh, unique cards right yeah, 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 they'd be super valuable. Yeah, you, you could you could sell them on MTGOX as uh, as uh, one of a kind. My parents made this out of cheese, <laughs> so you can have more than four of them in your deck. Uh, uh, well, you know, stop, uh, start uh, dropping hints about how great it would be to start fucking playing Magic the Gathering again, mm-hmm. and how you need to buy your cards, man. I, I don't know what <laughs> what to do because it's your parents, right? You don't have any <clears throat> legal recourse exactly right right now. I'm kind of glad that the period of my life is over where I would have a plan like work over the summer to make money to buy a whole bunch of magic cards. Sure. You know, like I'm glad that I... The thing is, now that I'm a grown-up with like a real grown-up job, I can buy as many magic cards as I want. Yeah, but you're I not as excited about but it But I don't anymore. want any magic cards. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, recently you wanted video game cabinets, and that's, you made that that's, dream come oh, true. that is true. Yeah. Right? You know what I ordered? I ordered a button. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. Uh, it, you know how much the button cost, Roy? $500. $1.95 oh, okay. for a replacement button. And then $3 to ship. 
I was like, you greedy what? sons. You greedy $3? sons of bitches. Oh. So anyway, I'm going to... What gonna, happened to Amazon Prime? I'm probably going to have to... Uh, well, it's not for me. Amazon doesn't sell fucking arcade game parts. Did you check? No. Maybe they do. Shit. <laughs> I, I feel like a sucker for wasting that $3. Uh, you know what I did order from Amazon today? What? Uh, a thing that lets you take out uh, broken light bulbs, because I nearly electrocuted myself this morning. Um Hmm. Had a light bulb break What'd you off use? Like in the a socket. Piece of bread. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was a little toast. And I was like, worst case scenario, free toast. Right. Uh, no, I put on a I put on a leather work glove, and I and I reached up to grab because the, the the metal part of the 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 screw in part of the light bulb was exposed. Like, and I could have just reached up and gotten it, but there was also like a wire coming out of it, like the sure. wire that leads up to the filament. And I was like, ah, that's probably bad. It's, it, those two things shouldn't touch. So I sort of flicked one against the other, and nothing happened. But then, when I started You're unscrewing the thing, out. I started unscrewing the thing with this glove on, and it was like kapow, and a bunch of sparks flew out of the huh. of the socket. I wasn't even Do you think to that was static there. electricity? Maybe no, it was definitely no? not static electricity. It was definitely kapow. Yeah, it was orange. Static electricity is blue. Oh, yeah. okay. It was the sparks were orange because like the sparks were actually into a melting metal. And uh, no, no. You're thinking of delicious. Oh, okay. That's, Min- that's win- the color of win- it. Wintry fresh. Hi, Zach and Roy. I've recently been set up with a pen slash email pal who is a political prisoner in Turkey. He is a lawyer. He is charged with being a member of a terrorist organization because he agreed to act on behalf of someone else charged with being a member of a terrorist organization. What should I write to him? Uh, thanks and congratulations on the addition of Cora, Dick Baby 4000, Wasson Valle to the hot dog family. Matt. Uh, I would not write anything to him for fear of being uh, arrested for becoming a member of a terrorist organization uh, in turn. In fact, I wish you hadn't written this to us because now we're implicated. And they're going to come to my house and they're going to find the secret room I've dug underneath my swimming pool that is totally filled with turkey bombs. Turkey bombs? Yeah, that's what I call them. Oh. They're bombs that are designed to blow up buildings specifically. And Turkey? Yeah, Turkish. They they fit into those weird pointy doors, and that's the only place they'll go. Uh-huh. That you've seen in cartoons? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so I call them turkey bombs. Uh, well, you know, I mean, how do you start a conversation with someone that... Uh, Got got arrested and is now a political prisoner. Like, uh, yeah. like so, it's, it's, I've heard I've heard Turkish prison is fucking lately. horrible. Like, yeah, I saw Midnight Express. Uh, uh, so yeah, do, do you have a do you have a plan? And then if he has read Papillon, he will know that a plan is what they call a the little canister that you use uh, to store your valuables up your ass. Oh, okay. uh, like you know a passport. And uh, it's a pretty big plan. Sure. I got big plans uh-huh. for you. Uh, that's what the man said. Who was selling him his plan? Um, who would be an equivalent of, uh, say, Farrah Fawcett to send him like a poster? Oh, oh, now yeah. nowadays, I guess like a, like I don't a, know, like a Megan Fox. If you're going back a few years, sure. Okay. I don't know who, who's who's a sexy lady on a poster now. I feel like a kid doesn't necessarily buy a poster <sighs> of a sexy lady. You just have like. You have like a full size HD TV that you just turn on its side and put a desktop wallpaper of that fisherman and the siren. Sure. <laughs> or no, you you got a button that you push. Right. Why would a kid even have a like have if a I was button. A, if I was a kid now and I had a computer in my room, mm-hmm. the the rest of the rest room of would the room would plain. just be garbage. No, it would just be oh. stacks and stacks of garbage. 
Oh, because you wouldn't leave your room. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't need anything except the internet. But you, you still have parents, right? In this scenario? Oh, uh, well. Do or you? do you mean if you were a kid living in the same house that you're living in now? Well, no, that'd be weird because it, uh, man, I was saying, no, if I, if I were a kid living in this house, this house would just be falling apart from, from it not being taken care of properly. But like, oh, wait. Sure. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. I told you that I wasn't real big on family, right? So right. when I was a kid, I just lived by myself in a, in like, it was like a cave. Mm-hmm. There was electricity. The backyard. But that was mostly just to power the traps to stop intruders from entering the cave. The electric <laughs> all these, bear all traps. these broken light bulbs that when you get close to them, they just go pow. Sure, sure. You saw that in Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you ever, uh, did you ever see the movie that I can't think of the name of the movie where Kelly LeBrock, I think, uh, the woman from Weird Science, was like an Australian school teacher and some mans in pig masks come and try to kidnap all the kids in their school, but then they put them in a cave and then the kids escape from the cave and then they go to a different cave and they fill it with all these traps and stuff and kill all these kidnappers? No. Yeah, it's a pretty good huh. movie. I would like to know what movie. We could probably just look her up, right? Uh, if she was in it. Sure, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, that was a pretty good movie. All right. I think you can get it from Netflix. I, I would really like if one of our listeners watched that movie and uh, sent us a one-minute report of how great it is. Oh, also, we were supposed to ask... Uh, oh, no, wait. That was for Video Games Hot Dog. Never mind. Uh, uh, noted lady Rachel Bess had, had requested that I ask a listener's a question, uh, but Video Games Hot Dog is the appropriate place for that. Because it's about video games, buddy. And now you're going to be driven mad with curiosity. Yeah, I do want to know. Uh, what she wants to know is if uh, anybody, maybe this should, maybe there's some different listeners to this that happen to know. Okay. Uh, if there's any place on the internet where you can play a version of the major BBS door game Mutants. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she hasn't had any luck in finding any. Ah, okay. Um, and it's a hard thing. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those video games that might get lost to the mists of history because there's no reasonable way for it to be played because of the very specific configuration of hardware and software that it ran on. Really, I guess mostly just software. But uh, hey, you know, we should probably cut it off. We should cut it off. Cut it out. I get out. Okay. I want to finish this beverage, but I'm scared. We'll finish it. It's getting really spicy at the bottom, Roy. It's also kind of uh, a little bit gassy. Yeah, I can me. feel my entire tract. I I would say that it's because it has too much sriracha in it. So just use a little bit less for flavor. Use less than we did. Yeah. We're not telling you how much we used. Yeah. Oh, right. Roy, if somebody wanted to get a hold of us, how would they do it? I think they would go to our website, uh, which is advicehotdog.com, and there they would see links to uh, our Gmail, which is advicehotdog at gmail.com, a link to Twitter, which is at advicehotdog, or Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com slash advicehotdog. Or they can give us a call at 769-218-9225 or write us to advicehotdog, P.O. Box four one. 774 Mesa, Arizona 85274. Awesome. Yeah. Roy, are you ready for a stinger? I am. What is it? Apples or oranges? Ah, great question. Do you have a strong opinion one way or the other? I kind of do. Are there are there any, um, f- is there a scenario here? Uh, Desert Island, only one fruit. Ah, <clears throat> okay. Do you have a knife? Oh, Hmm. You'd have to fashion one out of a seashell. Okay. So I'd have a shitty seashell knife. 
But I mean, I guess if you don't want to give yourself the credit. Oh, okay. So I've made an awesome seashell knife. Sure. Right. Yeah. Has a nice uh, pearl pearl handle. It's got a seatbelt. <laughs> it's got a seatbelt on it. I probably have an abalone handle and an abalone blade. I think the whole thing is going to be abalone. Oh, okay. Is that is this the the type of knife that once you pull it out, it needs to draw blood, or in this case, orange? Draw blood or, orange or apple? Yeah. Um. Is, okay, so on an island with a knife, then I would say f- f- oranges. Yeah. I have a really hard time. I eat a lot more apples than I eat oranges nowadays. Really? I've, yeah, I've taken to I've taken to eating uh, an apple with some peanut butter as part of my lunch okay. almost every day at work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I got that, that special thing that slices it all at once. Sure. Cores it and slices it, and that's pretty good. I like using that machine. I like a machine that only has one purpose, and it's like it does that really, really well. Like a can opener? Sure. Yeah. Bottle opener? Yeah. Jar opener? Mm-hmm. Bottle opener is also useful to clean your fingernails, though. Mm, I've never used a bottle opener for that. I routinely I use the bottle opener on my Leatherman to clean my fingernails. Huh. Yeah, and then I open a beer for you, and then you're, yeah. when you drink the beer, the first swig contains the accumulated grode of six months' worth of me scratching my butt hairs. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That is delicious. It's pretty good. No, I wipe Maybe it off. Maybe that's what's in this beer. I wipe it off on my other... Under under one of my other fingernails. Uh-huh. Uh Well, so but know, I but I, so I'm trying to imagine spending the rest of my life only eating apples or only eating oranges. Sure. And I like an orange sounds so fucking good right now. I know that I eat more apples than oranges, but I've eaten more oranges than apples in my life. But I say think. A, a cold. I I especially like uh, citrus that is in the, the refrigerator, like oranges and grapefruits. I really like. Um, cutting them up into slices and them being cold. Okay. But on an island, I wouldn't have that unless it, I was Well, you can make a refrigerator an, out of a an, seashell. Antarctica or something, right? I don't think that's an island. I think that's a continent. Well, you know, I mean, I think you'd edge. be on a flow. Okay, on a flow. Yeah. Uh, well, I chose oranges because, you know, I, I would be afraid of not getting enough vitamin C. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? Do apples because... not have vitamin C in them? I bet they do. Do you think so? Apples are much easier to turn into booze. So if you're on an island... Oh, that's true. Yeah, shit. How big is this island? With oranges, I, you is, could is make like... just like a one palm tree island? Who no. I guess one you tree. Need a, right, you'd need a tree. toilet and some socks. Huh. Uh, I guess a garbage bag, too. Yeah, I think you're probably fucked. What if you had uh, coconuts, <clears throat> right? Uh, coconut palm. Yeah, which which goes better? Like, uh, if you were to make a, an apple sandwich, would you want coconuts for bread Wait, no. If you're making a coconut... A sandwich with a coconut as bread. So you could make orange chicken, uh, but if you, you're you more likely to find a pig... There are chickens which on you, the island? You'd want to put an apple in its mouth. Right. Uh, but coconut lu- and orange goes really well together. Luau. Does it? Yeah. What about a coconut and an apple? Disgusting. Is it? Yeah, it's like oil and vinegar. Huh. I've never, I've which never, go terribly together. <laughs> yeah, that's it. the one thing that I think of whenever I have some oil and vinegar is, ew, uh-huh. yuck. You know, the only thing that would be worse than this is like tomatoes and basil. <laughs> right. Ugh. It really depends on the circumstance, but uh, I, I think I would generally choose an orange over an apple. That's my vote. You can get one of those apples. Have you ever had a grapele? No. Uh, it's the whole idea is so objectionable uh but i but i I ate one once 
It's a. It's just. It's you can buy them. Oh, the it's grocery. an apple it's injected. It's just apples with injected with artificial grape flavoring. Artificial. Like, grape yes, flavoring. like fucking Jolly Rancher grape flavoring. Oh well, Jolly Ranchers are good. They are good, but you, like in my mind, what's the purpose of that? To get kids to eat them, dude? Or I don't fucking know. I mean, it's probably to get people to give the grapeal dudes some money. It was the was the the real <laughs> hey, you're grapeal man. Yeah, a grapeal a day keeps the. It keeps the doctor in business, sawing off your diabetes-riddled extremities. Uh-huh. That's that's what they're, that's what they say. Hmm. So then uh, they have a they have a sign up at the office, a big banner that's like X days since the last uh, diabetes-related extremity amputation, and their goal is to keep that number as low as possible. Right. <laughs> like if it's zero all the time, then everybody gets a bonus. Winner. I've been Zach. I've been Roy, and this has been Advice Hot Doc. <laughs>